Hello and welcome to Women in Strength. This is the podcast that goes far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Rasheen Hawley and I'm going to be spending this time with you every single week, jumping into the real life challenges, the real life topics that we face as a coach, as a business owner, and as a woman running her own business in the fitness industry. I've been in the industry since 2013 where I started out as a sole trader in a commercial space and now I own my own gym here in Melbourne called Barbell Babes Brigade. I absolutely love being in this industry and I love educating and exploring the things that come up on a daily basis. I love to help other ladies really explore their capabilities as a business owner, as a coach and seeing what they can do. Because the thing is, when we create businesses as women, we are unrivaled. We have a power that is so untouchable and I really, really want to explore these topics that quite frankly can stop us in our tracks sometimes. So strap in, we've got lots of stuff to cover. Hello and welcome back to the Women in Strength podcast. Oh my gosh, it feels like it's been a bit of a hot minute since I've recorded a solo episode. I've been um, spending my time with amazing guests on the podcast, sharing you know so many business lessons, talking to a, a really wide range of ladies in the business space. So there's a couple of episodes that have already been released with Steph from Maya Strength Performance and Katie from the Barbell Osteo. Um, make sure you listen to those episodes. So I wanted to, I really felt just a bit of a, a pull to record a solo episode today, even though I've got a heap of guest ones that are lined up for you guys. Um, But I wanted to jump into something that is very like, I'm going to be unraveling this podcast episode in real time. Um, I don't actually have too many notes prepared. I haven't really thought about what I want to get out. Um, And the reason I wanted to do this is because I feel like this episode is very much going to be um, like just a, a, a a very real time unfolding of things that have happened as I've opened the new gym um, and like realizations, surprises, thoughts, all that kind of stuff. So the title of this episode is things, well, I haven't actually 100% confirmed or thought about the title, but it's it's really going to be about like surprises and and things that have unfolded um, as I've opened my new gym. So that's the theme of where we're going today. So I've been, where are we now? How long have we been open? So it was February, March, April, May. So we're coming up to about, oh gosh, I can't even really remember the exact week, but I think we're at almost week 11, week 12 of Empire, my new gym being open. And oh my gosh, it has been a rocky up and down couple of months as I've opened the new gym. So I want to unfold why it's been so rocky. I want to unfold some of the stuff Um, the challenges that have come up over the last couple of months um, and some kind of like unexpected things. And I'm just going to unfold these thoughts as they come naturally through. So a little bit of a buckle up, I guess. (laughs) So, all right. Um, You know, for for those of you guys that do know me and know a bit of my, um, I guess, history in terms of being in the industry, um, Empire, our new gym, is my second location. Um, I have been a gym owner since 2017. We opened up in 2017. I signed the lease for my old property in 2016. Um, Oh no, sorry. I did sign it in 2017 and then we opened up. So I've been a gym owner for, what's that? 17, 18, 19, 20, 22, 22, for five years now. 
Um, and we very much outgrew um, HQ. We outgrew the space. Um, and we also outgrew it, not just in terms of space, but in, to- in terms of like the programs that I wanted to offer. So I knew that I was going to be moving gyms at some point. Um, and obviously we moved this, this year, um, we opened the gym, um, the new gym empire. So we call it empire because it's a it's a, a space built for Queens. Um, we opened empire in February. So, oh my gosh, like the first, the first thought that's coming through in regards to lessons and challenges is a big, big, like overhaul of our backend system. So, I always knew um, that when we opened Empire, we would be changing systems. So what I mean by that is at HQ, we're an appointment-only facility back then. So our ladies would come in with dedicated one-on-one times, group times, semi-private times. And I really knew that my community were evolving and I wanted to have an option where there was more flexibility and abilities for them to come in and train whenever they wanted alongside our programs. So we changed our programs to have 24-7 access. Um, we changed our program, um, the facility, to have a swipe tag ex- access so they literally could come into our space whenever they needed, if they needed to make changes in terms of their times, all that kind of stuff. So I always knew that I wanted to do that. And, oh, my gosh, to do that was just like, what the fuck? It was a huge, huge task. So not only from like setting the building up to be able to handle 24-7, but then also the back-end systems, I changed to a new CRM gym master. Now, the setup of the space to be 24-7, like I I knew that I knew there was going to be some stuff involved, right? But I didn't realize because the building itself, if you've been to the location, it's three levels. <laughs> so it's she's a beautiful behemoth of a beast, right? Like you've got the bottom level, which is um, where all our comp racks are, um, our matrix. That's where you do your heavy work, your heavy deadlifts, your squats, etc. As you move up to the second floor, um, you've got all of your machines. So we've got our leg press, extension, cable dumbbells, et cetera, et cetera. And then the third floor is our office um, where we've got all of our desks, where we do our online work, where I obviously hold meetings, where we podcast, we do all of that other stuff that coaches and business owners do in the back end. So it's a three level. Um, And I knew that with setting up the gym to be 24 seven, I knew that security was like of the utmost fucking importance. So being a women's only facility, um, I, you know, I wanted to make sure that not only we were safe from a security point of view, but our ladies also like felt safe. So there is a shit ton lot of cameras in that whole space. And it is like Fort Knox to get both in and out of the building. Um, and so I had to set up the building to be completely wide from bottom to top with security cameras, with doors, you know, completely locked and, you know, access on multiple fobs all that kind of stuff. So I didn't, I didn't realize how, I guess, detailed that was going to be for the level of security that I wanted. You know, we then have duress buttons that I wanted to make sure that if you push them, they have a certain trip off that goes to certain people and there's access to, you know, the people that could actually help my ladies if they were ever in need of something like that. So that in itself was fucking huge. And not only to get the 24 seven access, but I knew that, alongside having that swipe tag access with Gym Master, there's also a lot of stuff happening in the back end for, for a CRM platform. So up until now, we've been doing everything through Google Sheets. Um, you know, we've done that for literally the whole fucking time. And I just, I just knew, like I knew that there's so many other options out there now. 
um, there's programs that do it. So I wanted to change that and I wanted to have automated reports that get done through as opposed to like manual handling. So when I made the change with the 24-7, alongside that came CRM, which is called the Gym Master. Um, and Gym Master has so many functions. Like, it is fucking amazing. You can pull up reports of people that obviously come into the facility, they tag in their last visits, all of the payment details are sorted through there, forecasting through your payments. Um, the door is connected to it for the 24-7. Um, you know, you can see who is visiting you know, there's just so much stuff you can do. And the thing that was really enticing to me was how much reporting that was there because you can pull up so much data that I would need to understand like the behavior of our ladies, to understand the use of our building. And that was great, but like, holy shit, I didn't realize how like complicated, cumbersome, like it's an amazing CRM, but to get yourself situated with something new compared to doing it another way, like it was just very clunky to get to use it. Um, and I didn't realize, like I knew it was going to help with a lot of stuff uh, and make everything a lot of, like a lot more streamlined, but I didn't realize just how streamlined it was going to make it. At the start, it was clunky to understand these reports, but once we had these reports in place, like it's a, it's a click of a button. Do you know what I mean? All the details that I would need, can I can pull up those reports in a couple of a couple of seconds? Do you know what I mean? And yeah, like that in itself was just a big big learning curve because you're trying to wrap your head around these new things. There's new names on particular reports. You forget those names, so you forget which report to bring up. Um, and then alongside that, like it meant that the work of my team is it changed massively. You know, I've got a very well-rounded staffing team. So I've got, you know, full-time coaches that work for me. I've also got admin staff. And it meant that with the CRM that was changing, like, you know, the orientation of roles and the orientation of what we do um, with different people in the business. So that was a really big thing. And it was a very, like, it was a very jarring experience to go through because on one hand I've got all this really awesome streamlining that's happening now but then on the other hand it's changing people's roles and it's changing the lay of the land and that did mean that I have got had a shift in my team um we had um you know a streamlining of my team I've got one less person in my team now because a lot of stuff is being taken care of with the CRM and that for me was really really jarring because I find as a boss as a you know as a business owner that has staff um like I just I find this responsibility to create a work environment to create careers to to create financial stability. Like I genuinely feel that responsibility. Like I find I, I am so grateful for the people that work with for me because it means that like, it's this mutual, you know, two way, right? Like they're providing amazing things to the business. And in turn, I'm giving them a great work environment. I'm giving them a stable career, all this kind of stuff, because the fitness industry is not known for having a lot of that stuff. You know, you don't often have contracts that fully support staff members in terms of sick leave, holidays, um, superannuation, all that kind of stuff. So I know that that's one thing that's really, really important to me is to create platforms in which my staff can thrive um, and like to go through a process over the last couple of months where it's really like shook that up and it's really um, changed that was like it was very confronting for me um, you know I definitely want to keep people happy and I want to keep people in a space where they don't they not only feel supported but they have the opportunities to do their own 
like do their own growth in terms of their careers and really just have a beautiful working environment, right? And that was that was a lot. Like I didn't expect that much change to happen from the CRM and I didn't expect me to feel as like torn about it as I did. So that's probably been like the hardest fucking thing over the last couple of months is the change of roles, the change of things, the change of tasks that we do. And it's like great things have happened, but then it's been very just emotional to go through as a business owner. Um, And that's like change is anything, right? Like change, especially like if you think about the change that we did, we went into a new amazing fucking building with so many options. Like it's all exciting stuff, but alongside all these exciting changes, there's been all of these yeah, just really, really up and down things in terms of like getting there and getting towards that change being streamlined. And it's just felt very like, it's felt very jarring for me. Um, So that's like one of the biggest things. Now, alongside that, um, another big thing that's kind of come up over the last couple of months is like, not only was I going through a lot of change in terms of like, the gym and the programs and the options on like everything in that respect from like the physical location. Um, you know, the actual gym has changed so much, like the amount of extra gear that I got for the second facility, you know, I just scrimped on fucking nothing. We have beautiful comp racks. We have absolutely, we have such a well-stocked gym that it just rivals like how much gear is in a commercial gym that services like thousands of people, right? Like we have so much fucking stuff in this space. And I was very adamant on like, you know, getting all of these pieces that really support where our ladies are going. We have a lot of ladies that compete. I wanted to make sure that we can have comp standard stuff. Um, You know, I wanted to have some machines again. I really wanted to incorporate all of that kind of stuff for more options for our ladies. So all of that kind of stuff has changed. And not only was it just a change from, you know, the layout of our gym, the programs of our gym, my team equally were going through a lot of change in their own personal lives. Um, and that's all great. That's all exciting stuff for them, but it was all like merged together at once. (laughs) So I had two of my staff members purchasing homes and then moving into homes, um, in different locations for them during that time. And so not only are they going through a change of like their work environment, then they're going through a change in their personal life. And like, they handled it really, really, really well, but it was just a lot of things happening at one point in time. And what that meant as a business owner, a leader, a boss is that we were, you know, I was dealing with that kind of stuff as well as like the big change that I was really responsible for with our, you know, 90 ladies that were going through the change. So of course our ladies were so fucking excited to have this change with the gym but change can still be smack you out of routine. It can still be learning new things, right? So I was like navigating, making sure everyone was okay on that respect. And then I've got like all my staff that are going through a lot of change. Um, it just, there was so much. Like I felt like, I felt like over the last kind of couple of months that I've just been in the middle. Like not, I was going to say, I felt like a punching bag. It's, and that's kind of like the wrong description to use. I kind of think about, you know, that ball, like you've got that, I don't know what the fuck it's called. Um, it's the silver ball and then you, there's two balls on each side and you flick one ball and then the other ball clicks off and then it just goes click, click, 
click. I felt a bit like that. Like I felt like the middle ball this week. And then on one side, I had all of my team going through all their change. And then the other side, I had all of the changes with the gym and all the ladies that we were working with. And it's just felt like one thing goes up and then I get knocked right. Another thing on the other side hits me and then I go left. It's just felt very like turbulent for me. And I felt like I have been in the middle of just navigating so many emotions around change this month. And that's been really, really, really heavy to be completely frank. Um, And it's not to say that people have been difficult. Like everyone's dealt with it so fucking amazing, but that doesn't take away that I felt that way. Um, And I've like to acknowledge that and to get up and record and, and tell, you know, you guys, whoever's listening to this, that that's what I felt. Like I felt quite guilty to get up and to say that or quite guilty to feel those things. Um, because like, why do I feel guilt? Because I'm the person that's the person in charge. I'm the person that's, that's steering the ship. Um, and it's all this good change, but at the same time with all this good change, it has felt quite at times suffocating at times, quite overwhelming at times. I've just wanted to tap out at times. It's been frustrating. Cause I felt like, you know, people have taken this stuff out on me a few times and vice versa. So it's just felt like I've been that ball in the middle. And right now, as I'm recording this podcast, um, I do feel like that's kind of, I'm kind of coming out of that. So it's really nice to feel that way because it's just felt a lot over the last couple of months. So that's been another thing that, yeah, I didn't really expect it to feel that hard. Um, And it was weird because like when we opened the gym the first time in 2017, like I remember that time just being so turbulent. And of course, like we've had five years where the gym, you know, I got to a point at the old gym where it was just like day to day. We knew everything was so predictable. I just have everything, had everything down pat, like everything just ran so smooth. And then to come back, you know, five years on, open a new gym and then go through the same stuff. I was like, holy shit, like, man, have you done the right thing? Why are you doing this? Is this the right move? Like it's just felt like deja vu to go back there again. But I definitely feel like I've been able to handle it a lot better, um, probably because I wasn't fucking pregnant this time. Like the first time when I opened a gym, I was also pregnant. So it just felt like a lot of a lot of things at that point in time. So yeah, it's just, I guess the way, the, the best visual that I can give about how it's felt over the last couple of months is me, that little silver ball in the middle. And then there's a ball hitting me on one side, a ball hitting me on the other side. And it's not just from like the change with our ladies in our community and obviously the personal changes with my team. It's just all of the environmental changes and all of the logistical changes, you know, whether it's internet not working, whether it's the swipe access not working, whether it's a report not working, it's just felt like a lot of things because we're in this teething period, keep coming up. And I can say now the last couple of weeks, it's really started to settle down, which has been like, oh, oh my gosh, so great. So that's been some really weird stuff to deal with um, over the last, yeah, like the last couple of weeks and months. Um, Some other kind of stuff that has come up, which is like kind of opposite emotions is, I, when we moved to our new location in Coburg, like we had never intended to move over, over the, not over the city, but move the distance that we did. So we moved over, if you're familiar with the area, there's this big long road through the middle, which can get really jarred up, Murray Road, Bell Street, all that kind of shit. Um, And to move from one side over to the other, like it is a little bit of a distance for our current ladies. And I was like, oh, I never intended to move to Coburg, but when I, I couldn't find any, I couldn't find the right building. And then I was like, you know what? I expanded my search when I was looking and I finally came up and saw this property and I just knew that that was fucking it. So the location was never to be out here. And I was very hesitant 
not not from like I knew the building was right, so I knew that it was the right decision, but I was like really hesitant about people making that much of a change, right? But now that we're in this new location and we're in this new neighborhood, like I'm just, I'm so like happy with the move. I love our new neighborhood. I love, it just feels very different out here. Um, What I mean by that, why does it feel so different? Like the people that we're connecting with because of our new location, we're getting some people that are a bit closer to the city in terms of their, where they live. Um, We're getting, like we're just hitting different people in Melbourne. And I just love this, like this area of Melbourne. It's very diverse. We're getting so many people with just different beliefs, different religions, different values. Like it's like it's a melting pot. And I fucking really, really love that because it's making me think about ways to support our ladies, ways to make sure that what we offer both in our programs and in our location is just really set up to really allow our community to continue to thrive. And obviously that's a lens that I always have as a business owner and a and a purpose-built business, but it's just, it's, it's really expanding my brain to a lot of things. Like what I mean by that is privacy on the windows. Like I'm so glad that I got the big decal that spans right across all the panels of the building because it does offer some, like, you know, it, it offers like a lot of shade from people on the, on the, um, footpath to see in. So it's like that kind of stuff. And then it's also like, you know, making sure, um, that, I don't know, just, yeah, like that's a really big example. Um, The things that we offer in the gym, like making sure that we've got every ounce of equipment that they need, every little extra thing, whether it's certain bands, whether it's certain dumbbells, um, it's just making sure that it's just an ease, right? Um, And making sure that they have access to whatever they need in the facility, whether it's music, like we don't have any of our... um, our tablets like blocked or anything like that, like they have access to aircon and to change the music and turn turn speakers on and all that kind of stuff. And like those are all kind of questions of like, am I doing it right? Like, is this going to blow out my electricity bill? Is this mean that if I leave things on all the time, that things are going to get left on all the time? But like our ladies, I don't know why I thought that because they are so fucking respectful and so caring. And I'm just glad that I've made some of these decisions and it's just meaning that they feel autonomy in their space as well because this is their home as much as it is my home and I want them to feel like they can do whatever they want in the facility. Um, and it's making sure that, you know, when I was doing the security, you have to have a fob tab to get in and you have to get have a fob tag access to get out. Like, it's just so secure and, like, I'm so glad that I went and, and did the extent of what I did on the security because there have been a few times where there's sticky beaks. Like, our location is right on the front, like, the, the roadside. So there's so much foot traffic and like people come in and put their heads in and I've had a couple of people like try and pull doors and I don't think it's malicious. It's not dodgy, but it's just like, it just really cements to me why I put the security at the utmost importance Um, because it's about making sure that whenever our ladies come, like we've had some ladies come at midnight, we have some come at 5.30 in the morning that they feel safe and they feel secure and they've got like, you know, this beautiful building around them that is it's so built it's so it's built exactly for them it's built every you know every decision every thought every layout every security measure has just got them in mind thinking about them in the building and then also outside of the building when they need to leave so that's some stuff that's really confirmed to me that I made the right decision 
um, even though it felt very like, oh gosh, what are we doing? Are we moving too far across the city? Um, but no, I am just so, so, so fucking glad that we've done so. So that's kind of been some things that have come up that, you know, like there's all the really jarring emotions of all the change around the systems and people's changes with roles and tasks. Then there's like been this big change from me feeling like I'm just this kind of silver ball in the middle being thrown around. And like, I know I'm equipped for it. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done what we did and moved when we did if I didn't feel ready for it, but that doesn't make it easier, even though you might feel ready for it, right? Like you're still going through those feelings. Um, and then also on the same token, like I've just felt so much um, kind of like ease and just like content of where we are with the space. Um, so that's been really, really cool. And then some other really big things that have come through over the last couple of months is we have been making decisions around where we're affiliating ourselves or where we're standing in terms of powerlifting um, and uh, over the last couple of months as well, I've been so grateful to be able to get included in USAPL. Um, I was appointed state chair, uh, one of the three state chairs here in Victoria. And what that has meant to me is that for so many years, I have wanted to run competitions in our space, but HQ was just not big enough. So I always knew that I wanted to do that in Empire, um, although I have been very nervous and very scared to do so. Um, we you know, being involved in a state capacity, a state chair capacity, and just being involved with national office has really allowed that to open up more. So it was important for me because I wanted to open that space and have literally the platform available for an accessible platform for women to step into the powerlifting scene. And we're running our first women's only comp in our space next week. Like it's literally, yeah, a week and a half, two weeks away now. I mean, we are hosting it. And to me, like, this is really, really exciting. I'm very fucking nervous because I don't want anything to go wrong. But the fact that I get to run these women's only comps, not just as like a novelty, we've actually, in 2017, we ran um, a comp called Just Strong. It was a women's only comp, um, but it was just a one-time thing for the old federation that we were involved in. But now, like, this is an ongoing thing. It's not a novelty. It's not a one-off. This is an all-round thing. And that, to me, is, like, I feel very, like, I feel a lot of pride in being able to do that because I don't want women to just be able to do these things if it's a novel comp. Like, I want them to have these platforms and these things accessible to, to them all year round. So next next weekend, we've got 14 ladies that are going to be competing. Um, we're starting with a really small comp because I'm so nervous. Um, we've got, yeah, like we've got an all-women's comp and then we'll be having another one at the end of the year. And this is it. Like this is what it's going to be like. And I've just, as I've been setting up for comp, like everything, like every fucking thing has been thought about to make our competitors and our spectators feel supported, included, excited, everything, you know whether it's um, I've opened up the second floor for our competitors to have a little bit of extra space. There's a second bathroom up there. It might be a little bit more of a chill environment if they need to, you know, really bring the energy down. I've thought about that. I've thought about the flow so much. I've thought about what they need to have enough space. Like I just want to make sure like it, I, I, how I've been thinking about it is like if I could have anything as a competitor backstage in a powerlifting comp and that's what I've done and I'm really proud that I've been able to do that and offer that in our space and then from a spectator point of view like sometimes powerlifting can be a little bit if you're not in the sport and we know that there's going to be a lot of friends and families that will come with our ladies who are competing 
So I want to make sure that they understand what's going on and they can truly like support their friend, like support whoever's competing and, and get like a bit more of a sense around what's going on. So our MC is going to be absolutely amazing. We've got some questions that we've asked our competitors so that it can be, and it like, not just a, you're looking at this weight on the bar and you have kind of no idea about what that means, but so that our friends and family that might not be involved in lifting can truly understand the hard work that goes into this and truly understand why their loved one does what they do um, in terms of the platform. So I'm just like, I'm just so excited for the competition. I'm so nervous. Don't get me wrong. I'm so nervous. We just finished our platform yesterday, our comp platform. Um, But to me, like, I'm so proud that we can now open our home to other women to compete and and feel that support and that accessibility that we feel as ladies that train with BBB all the time. Um, Yeah. And I'm also so, so proud of like our ladies in our community getting involved. You know, I put out the volunteers and I asked them for volunteers and they are just so, they are the first people to put their hands up, whatever work they can, you know, whatever things that they need to do to make sure that the day runs smooth. They're just so excited. And we've only got three ladies competing. We've got all the other competitors are coming from other gyms, um, but they are just like, yep, cool. I can be tech desk. I can help. And I just freaking, freaking love that because it just makes me so proud that our community are the way that they are. And yeah, that's some other stuff that's kind of happening. And also that's kind of the last point um, of what I want to get out today is that with this move, I have just been, Oh, like in awe, like I, I'm always in awe of our community now, but to see them step into our space, into our new gym, have them respect it like it is their own home. Like I knew, like I knew they were going to do this, but to see it kind of come to fruition and see them do these things, like I just, I just love them so fucking much. And I'm just so grateful that this is our community. Like we are so lucky with the clients that we have. They are just the most loving and respectful group of women that you could fucking ever ask for. And the fact that we get to do this, like as a coach and as a business owner, the fact that we get to spend our time with these ladies, like I'm literally getting teary now. It's just crazy that this is it. Like I think back to when I was at a good life, you know, running group sessions on the floor and just shit was left out every fucking night from people there. And of course it's different because it is a melting pot of whoever when you've got spaces like that. And obviously the ladies that we have, you know, we all share similarities, whether it's qualities or values or beliefs or whatever. But like to me, I, I don't take I, I don't take that for, for granted because we get to come to I get to come to my job every single day and they've put shit away. They have, you know, like told me what to do with the plants because they can see aphids on it. They've said that they think this will look really cool. Hey, can we do this? And it's like, they're treating it like their own. And I think sometimes like when you've got gyms, when you've got coaches and business owners that have boutique style facilities, or you're doing something as a coach and business owner, like look around and stop and think that there's always so many things that you can improve on. There's always so many things to do better, but like, holy fuck, when you've got these hard times and it's, it's been really hard, like for the last couple of months. But when I look around and go, holy shit, look at these cleans. This is what I get to fucking do. And this is why we do it. So I count my lucky stars that I get to involve myself with women every single day that are just fucking the bee's knees. Um, and that's been, yeah, like I, it's not that I didn't expect, but like my love for them just keeps growing more and more. And I just, so many times over the last couple of months, like whether I've put it on my stories on Instagram or whether I've talked to the team, I'm just like, I just fucking love 
someone will say something about a client, one of our coaches, and I'll be like, I just fucking love her. I just like, she's just awesome. So that's some stuff that's also come through over the last couple of months. So I hope that's giving you some stuff to just kind of take. And I just want us to do a bit of a recalibration and a real time check-in. Um, and I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'm looking forward to doing some more solo episodes amongst the guests um, and just keeping it real for you. All right, team, thanks for listening and I'll talk to you over coming weeks. All right, bye.